You're listening to the Underdog Sports NFL Show with host Chris Horwadell and Mario Hines. Brought to you by Underdog Sports. Each week, Chris and Mario welcome current NFL stars and discuss the biggest news from around the football world. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Underdog NFL Show. Chris Horwadell joined by Mario Hines. Mario, buddy, how are you? I'm doing great on this Mother's Day first year that uh, I am congratulating someone as a partner uh, oh. and a mother of my child. So that's pretty cool. How about you? Um, oh boy, this is going to put me in an awkward position with my significant <laughs> other. So thanks for that. But, uh, you know, it is happy Mother's Day to, to all the mothers out there. I don't know how many mothers we have listening, but uh, if if not... And if you haven't reached out to your mother yet, go ahead and make sure you do that to brighten her day a little bit. It's a weird time in the quarantine, but we can certainly get a hold of everybody. There's no excuses for that. How was? Uh, how did you find this a different experience with your your newfound status? Uh, it's interesting. It's like don't the gift the the gift for my mom always meant something. Don't get me wrong, but like the gift giving is in in the the ceremony around it you know has an extra flair maybe some mm. extra seasoning because it's like it's peer related now now it's like a a, a peer that you're connected to and that feels different you know and it's, it's, there's like almost a a different version of thanks where like you're you're always thankful to your mom and you just mm. have this connection with your mom but now you're like really thankful that this person is is a part of you know another reason why your life is is great more stuff that's gonna get me in trouble with my significant other <laughs> <laughs> Good pitched you you pitched up that softball. That's that's absolutely true. No, that's that, that's great, and uh, I will I will be there at some point in my life as well. But uh, we had it's it, it is a, a sort of interesting time because live sports kind of sort of returned yesterday, and uh, not even in the 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 more arbitrary KBO fashion being played over in South Korea. We had the UFC uh, take a major event. Happened yesterday. I, I'm not a UFC fan. I don't. I don't think you are, right? No, not no. <laughs> but that none of that matters because you know, it's it's progress, and at least it's like okay, there is something. We are kind of sort of in a, some minor way moving forward. Yeah, I mean it's a sign, and the biggest thing is, you know, operationally, how did it happen, and then we're mm. going to get to see, you know with the aftermath or the result, you know, days, weeks after, and that, that kind of helps with scoping and scaling other events. So it's, it's a cool little thing to see. Yeah, I am, I am happy it happened. I, uh, I, a lot of my friends are very, very into it. And for them, that's great. It's, it is, it is nice that there are two different sporting options on television on the same day instead of, uh, instead of there being none for a period of months. So I, I will take that. And hey, right now for those people who, uh, if anyone listening real time, which if you are, that's creepy. And please let me know how you're doing that. Uh, Michael Jordan versus Len Bias currently being played uh, on on ESPN right now. North Carolina versus UNLV. Super fun. I'm, uh, I'm recording fun. that. Looking forward to going back to it. Also, Kenny Smith, Sam Perkins in that game. So. <sighs> it's it's nice to talk about sports rather than the absence of sports. Yes, and let me go back. Kenny the Jet Smith. Kenny the J- Can I tell you? Okay. <laughs> so I, I do this other show, Tales from the Association, uh, and I, I talk to NBA players about their careers and stuff like that. Uh, I had one of my favorite interviews ever was a guy named Isaac Austin. Mm-hmm. Ike, Ike Austin, uh, he, he was a, a rather large man. I think he, he came into the league like around 300 pounds. 
Uh, he was out of the league for a little while, lost some weight, came back, won most improved player, all of that stuff. A really admirable career, and, you know, and did well for himself. And really one of my favorite guests ever. Super cool guy. Although I wouldn't <laughs> encourage you to follow him on Twitter unless you want some uh, some NSFW stuff to show up on your timeline every now and then. Yeah. But but he was planning to uh, to try and put together a, a ownership group when they he wanted to, his goal was to buy the Nets, and uh, I, I convinced him that to give me a role in the front office, okay. and uh, and his plan, if I remember if I remember the coach correctly, it was Mark Jackson, but the general manager who he wanted to hire, Kenny the Jet Smith. Wow, what is wow? That is high high regard for for Mister the Jet. And I was going to be one of his assistants, hopefully assistant general manager rather than just assistant. <laughs> but honestly, I would take either one. Now, with that said, I do not believe the Nets are available for sale. <laughs> I mean, so. <laughs> oh god, no. So, I mean, I would trust you. I would trust you to make front office decisions for um, a team that's only manning a what fifteen person roster, seventeen. I would I would trust me with absolutely anything. My Sim Baseball uh, League has been outside. I'm doing outstanding. So oh. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, Football World, we have a schedule release this week. And again, at least it's something new. Football has done a really good job of sort of spoon-feeding us new stuff to talk about all the time. And I thought it would be fun for us to take a little walk down the Detroit Lions schedule and then Philadelphia after that and see what your predictions for the season are. Let's do it. We're going to start. Obviously, we don't care too much about the preseason games. Uh, we're all looking forward to that that Lions-New England Patriots preseason game on somewhere between August 13th and August 17th. Not yet scheduled. That's yeah. almost certainly not going to happen. Right. But uh, also the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Bills. Week 1, Sunday, September 13th, the Bears host uh, – pardon me, the Lions host the Chicago Bears. What's your what, – what, how do you feel about it? I mean, this is it's it's always tough because one, this game is between division rivals, so mm. you can you can't get anything from it. Um, going into it, you can't really say much because it's the first game. Yeah. But even if it was game seven, you can't say much because of that rivalry. So with that said, it's all home, uh, hometown love, home okay. cooking, hometown bias. Lions are ready for the first game. They don't have a quarterback. They, when I say they don't have a quarterback, they don't have a, uh, their guy at quarterback. Uh, Nick the Foles. Chicago Bears. They Nick don't have their guy. Foles. Yeah. Nick Foles. He's in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> He's in the Hall of Fame already. <laughs> and so I'm going to go with, with my Lions here. One and no start. All right. Bears and Nick Foles by 70 is my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, second game of the season, Sunday, September 20th, at Lambeau Field in those Green Bay Packers. How you feeling about that? Uh, I don't think at the time we we get over that hump. Um, I'm not sure where we're at offensively or defensively, um, in, in the direction we're going to take. But uh, with the with the healthy and maybe disgruntled Aaron Rodgers, that might not bode mm-hmm. well for us. So I, I'm going to go with Packers here. Yeah, it could go either way. Rodgers could be have the best season of his career, or just not talk to anybody on the team for the entire season and force right. a trade. And neither right. would surprise me. Right, and that, yeah, either are, are, are reasonably uh, where your response would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, figured that'll happen. Yeah. And, and, you, and you'd be well within your, your rights. So I don't know. I, I mean, I don't want to get too far off, but mm-hmm. 
if I was a betting man, which I can be, um, sure. I would lean more towards a mixture of both <laughs> where he's not really involved with anyone outside of, I would even say like day of game management. Like he'll go, <laughs> he'll walk through the motions, but like now I'm interacting with you the day of the game and there's some success in that. And yeah. then, you know, like the, I think the real turmoil might come uh, or it will likely come at the end of, at the end of the season. Yeah, even in like positional meetings, he's just got earbuds in and he's listening. To, he's <laughs> exactly. listening to Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> exactly, he's done. <laughs> uh, third week, Sunday, September twenty seventh, at Kyler Murray, Deontay Deontay Hopkins, pardon me, and uh, those Arizona Cardinals. Ooh, it, it seems scary, right? And last mm. year we tied them, you know, rookie, and we shouldn't have tied them. Uh, but I actually think the Cardinals will. Um, really blow a tire this this season hmm, uh, why based on, um i think you know rookie quarterback year two things not being you know routine um this this doesn't bode well for anyone that's going into their second year that has a lot on their plate to be honest okay uh, so at the quarterback position and hopefully there's a chip in the locker room for tying last year and so i'll go lions here two and one all right two and one sunday october 4th hosting the New Orleans Saints. Drew Brees is still on the Saints, huh? He sure is. He sure and Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. Wow! If only you could play all three quarterbacks at the same time. They might try. <laughs> if anybody figures out a way to do it, it'll be Sean Payton. Uh, I mean, I, as much as much you know bias as I have here, the Saints on their worst day right now, as as things are. Uh, should should be able to take care of us. So I think we're going to go two and two here. Give it to the Saints. Week five's your bye week. How do you feel about the kind of early season bye? This is great, especially a two ga- a four game uh, bye week. I think you can learn a good chunk of about your team in the first quarter of the season, and I think the matchups are strong enough that uh, you can you you'll get some real answers. So I, I like it. I feel like there's something to be said about that later season bye though, just to get people healthy. It's better, but um, you know, I'll, it, it, I think I'm I'm glass half fulling it right now. All right. Well, let's talk about another team that may or may not have their quarterback of the future in place on Sunday, October 18th. The Detroit Lions head to Jacksonville to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars and Gardner Minshew. How do you feel about that one? Hmm. Gardner Minshew. This will be what is this week? Week six. Yep. This will be the probably one of the last times we're mentioning Gardner Minshew. I think you um, might be right. Yeah. In 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 any fashion. So we're gonna go Lions here. Other than, do you remember when he was a thing? Yes. There we go. And, and it'll be us saying that. Yeah. So. <laughs> back, it, it's back to like hearkening to the era of Linsanity in New York. Oh my gosh, that might actually be if. If we, you know, at some point want to make comparisons like that, like flash in the pan comparisons, that's one of the best, you know, Minshew and Lin Sanity, because what was happening was so what, but it was yeah. like legitimate. Yeah, but it still it didn't feel right. Oh, no, no. There was no one that was like, <laughs> OK, I'm ready to buy in, like sliding all my chips in the middle of the table for these guys. No way. Well, a couple NBA teams bought in on uh, on Lin and gave him a lot of money only to be proven not. Uh, not not wise in that decision. No, you know, he turns out to be a fine player. I don't, I don't. Do you think? Do you think Gardner Minshew has the NFL career equivalent that Jeremy Lin had in the NBA? I mean, we're gonna have to see, but I don't think. I, here's why. Here's here's why it's possible. Likely mm-hmm. no, but here's why it's possible. He plays quarterback. 
True. And we know you we know how that goes. Like he he will get enough chances to, you know, be good enough to where you don't you're not absolutely, you know, gasping and sighing for air when he's he's in the game for your team. Yeah, and and much like Lynn, you're much more comfortable with him as a backup than you are as a starter. Right, right. Including Washington State. Um <laughs> On Sunday, October 25th, the Detroit Lions head to Atlanta to take on Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and those Atlanta Falcons. How you feeling? I mean, I don't think the Falcons will be good. I'm, I'm, I'm really here until they move on from Matt Ryan. I don't think mm-hmm. the Falcons will ever, well, not will ever, but won't uh, be a, a true contender. But with that said, I think this is a matchup issue for the Lions as it stands, um, with with what we're gonna do on the back end. So if I'm if I'm just calling it that way, I think this is one of those games where we're like, goddamn same old Lions, um, mm-hmm. because the Falcons might have a losing record or even record, and we lose to them. All right, three and three. <clears throat> the next week, the Falcons host Philip Rivers in those Indianapolis Colts. That's a weird sentence. How are you feeling about that game? Um, I think I'm going to go Lions here. I don't know what's going to happen with the Colts and what direction they're going. Um, November is a is a good time for the organization, the Lions organization. Typically, um, all the way leading up to the, you know, either the super big win or the really disappointing mm-hmm. loss on Thanksgiving. So, uh, I think we're going to start this the month off with a win. Well, and it's especially good if it's going to be a little bit colder too, because you get one of those dome teams coming to Michigan in the, in the winter. Yes, we we like that. In favor there is- of us. There is an advantage there for sure. Yes. The uh, next week, Sunday, November 8th, the Lions are at Minnesota to take on the Vikings. This Vikings team, interesting team. Don't know what they're going to look like, but missing one of their better players. Um, maybe they pivot towards the run game uh, because of that. Mm. Um, first time we see them, I think we'll we'll be ready for them. <laughs> and this is, this is actually strange because now we have a very, pretty solid record here going into – you know, November 8th, give me the Lions. All right. Lions playing well. The next Sunday, the Detroit Lions, this is Sunday, November 15th, the Lions host, uh, let's see, here we have, uh, what's his name? <laughs> can't come up with his name. Dwayne Haskins, Chase yeah. Young, and the Washington Redskins. Yeah, this is should be a no-brainer, right, just like last year's. But then again, Hopefully Matt Stafford starting. All these games are, are yeah. uh, assuming that Matt Stafford starting. And the Redskins, as is, is, is much as you know, the higher will improve them. Um, I just think they're not ready. So you know, give me give me the Lions here. Sunday, November twenty second, the Detroit Lions head to Carolina to take on Teddy Bridgewater, Christian McCaffrey, and those Carolina Panthers. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go on record right now to say. With Teddy Bridgewater's second go round as a full time starter, do mm. not bet against him. Even if if his career, his you know second coming in 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 uh, Carolina is not long lived, based on you know how that goes, I think he'll find success, and uh, I think this will be one of the better games he has. Sorry for my squad, so uh, going Carolina here. Well, you know it is tradition for the Lions to play on Thanksgiving, and that'll be the case again this year, Thursday, November twenty sixth, hosting. God, whoever has not been traded by this point and, and the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so again, it's a coin toss, no pun intended, uh, for you know the tech, how the Lions will play on Thanksgiving. Again, this is actually not a homer pick. I just don't know what the Texans are doing. Mm. And, and again, if this is a three verts, four verts, and a draw handoff team, 
I think we can take care of that, especially on Thanksgiving. So give me, uh, give me Detroit. Yeah, the, basically the only <laughs> between the hashes receiver they have is Randall Cobb. I don't necessarily, and he's conservatively two hundred and eight years old now. So <laughs> see, that seems right. I'm not going to check it. But so it's, it's going to be a weird offense. You're right, and it, we'll see what they look like to this point. Because I feel like tight end play might be really important for them, but I don't know that they're that guy is on the roster right now. So we shall see. Yeah. Sunday, December sixth, at Nick Foles and the Chicago Bears. All right, so now we're playing away. We know who we are. We just came off a big win. Uh, this is exactly the type of game the Lions lose, and so mm. I'm I'm willing to go out on a limb and say <laughs> the, the the Bears take care of business. Willing to go out on a limb and go with tradition. Lions lose. <laughs> Sunday, December 13th, the Detroit Lions host. We'll see who the quarterback is at this point. Aaron Rodgers right. might might have just retired. And I don't know. Is he still, is he still going out with Danica Patrick? Is that still know. a thing? Uh, sure. they, they could just be driving cars in their backyard somewhere. Now. <laughs> but the, uh, the Packers come to Detroit. Yeah, and this is the, around that time I said that the Packers will start to feel the impact of that decision they made and, and, and Aaron Rodgers' uh, malcontent behavior. Uh, and so it affects the team, and they lose to the Detroit Lions uh, in their uh, second game of the of the season. All right. Now we've got a couple of flex games here with the next two, either Saturday the 19th or Sunday the 20th. The Detroit Lions will head to Tennessee to take on the Tennessee Titans. Uh, this Titans team, as much as I don't believe them to be Super Bowl contenders, I think that they're actually a solid squad. And these are the teams that we tend to, again, struggle with, um, especially down the stretch when it means a lot. Uh, so give me the Titans here. Week 16, December 26th or December 27th, the Detroit Lions will host Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski. Boy, the rest of the sentence is weird if you say it a year ago. <laughs> and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. How are you feeling about that one? Wow, Tom Brady's Buccaneers. Hmm. I am not in Boston anymore. <laughs> yet the mystique follows, and I'm actually going to go with uh with uh the Buccaneers here. Oh boy! All right, yeah. so we're setting up a big one here. Week 17, Sunday, January 3rd, 2021. The Detroit Lions host the Minnesota Vikings at one o'clock on Fox. What is going to happen here? Oh, big! This is a major game. Lions figuring it out, beating the Vikings twice in one season. We're feeling good about our our division chances. Give me the Lions here. So, I have you. I'm looking. It looks like nine and seven is your prediction oh, here. Gross. That was yeah. fair. <laughs> that was actually I, me being um, <laughs> very generous. <laughs> so, what's <laughs> if you're being generous? What's realistic? <laughs> Oh, I mean, let me I, let me say this: If if you were Vegas and you were setting the over under wins for the Detroit Lions this season, what would you set it at? I would set it at six. Really? Yeah. Can't jump that over. You don't feel confident. I mean, DeAndre I, Swift, baby, it's a new era. Yeah, I think what's gonna happen, or what's maybe is being understood or not understood, even though as far as fans go, this is a make it or break it year for for the whole staff. I think it's being treated as another, you know, rebuilding, get your folks in year. And that may that means losses like even, you know, I, I still don't think that the things you need to do to, to win close games or 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 be a, a, a nine, even a nine win team are going to happen just yet. All right. Well, that's a I uh, 
That's fair. I uh, I give you all the credit in the world for being realistic. I predict the Eagles will be 16 and 0 and 19 and 0 after Super Bowl champions. Beautiful. Um, let's take a super quick break at one, and we'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Chris, and you know we find ourselves in such a weird time in the world. I hope all of you listening are healthy and happy, happy as can be at home, I suppose. But there's just no sports going on, you know, with no NBA or NHL or MLB. You might think there's nothing to bet on, but you would be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to poker and blackjack, is they're they're bringing Vegas to you. They're giving you all the fun of gambling in Vegas without having to go walk down the street and seeing random strangers puking. It's a plus in my book. Missing the NFL? Well, no problem there. Bet Online has live daily Madden 20 simulations that you can wager on. And if you're into entertainment betting, you can still bet on stuff like Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol. And you can bet on stock prices and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. And if you're a UFC fan, UFC 249 is, as far as we know, still on for May 9th. Stay tuned to the end of this podcast to hear former MMA star Chael Sonnen and BetOnline's Dave Mason talk about all things UFC 249. So if you need to scratch that itch to bet on entertainment or sports or whatever, visit the website or use your mobile device and join today to receive your new welcome bonus. Head over to betonline.ag and don't forget that promo code we give you every week, PODCAST1, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-O-N-E, to make sure you get that free welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. All right, Mario, we're back, and uh, I've already given my thoughts. Uh, 19-0, Super Bowl champions, greatest team Smart. ever. Smart. Lots. MVP, I don't know. I, I, you know what? I won't even say Carson. Let's get creative here. I think Brandon Brooks is going to be the MVP of the National wow. Football League in 2020. It's, I don't know that it's definitely going to be the first time an offensive guard has won the award, but I imagine it is. It's not that much of a stretch, no. <laughs> All right, well, but I, I want your thoughts. As an outside observer here, what do you think of this Philadelphia team? Feel free to be completely honest, even though I am here, heartstrings, vulnerable. Um, Thursday, I guess week one, Sunday, September 13th at the Washington Redskins. I mean, again, coming out division rivals, this is where the Redskins will expose themselves as a better team than people think, but definitely not quite ready. Okay. Uh, (laughs) So... um, Lucky you guys, but no, I think uh, uh, all things considered, with with everyone as healthy as they can be, and both teams not um, running on all cylinders, I think that favor highly favors the Eagles. So give me Week One win for your Philadelphia Eagles. Week Two, Sunday, September twentieth, hosting the Los Angeles Rams. As the Rams implode. The Eagles maintain. So Love just it. off that alone, you know, with, with the Eagles trajectory, I think you guys are moving forward, uh, forward and upward and the Rams are moving backward and downward. So give me a Philly here. 2-0. Feeling good right now, Chris. Feeling great. Feeling I'm, I'm <laughs> 19-0 prediction holding strong after two strong. weeks. Week three, September 27th, hosting the number one pick, Joe Burrow, presumably A.J. Green and the Cincinnati Bengals. Ooh, Joe Burrow still having people scratch their heads like, wow, this is this going to be the game? Is this going to be the game? And yeah. no, it will not. Um, it won't be as 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 much of a dominant uh, game as, as you'd like it to be, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for, uh, the Cincinnati will be better than that. Um, but 
Give me Philadelphia, clearly. That's what I think Cincy is going to actually, I think they're going to have a better year than people expect. They're, yeah, they're, they're certainly not going to play like a team that just had the number one pick. No, I don't think so either. Week four, uh, Sunday, September 4th, at the Super Bowl runner-up San Francisco 49ers. Okay, I haven't checked the Niners. On Sunday night. On Sunday night, big game. I haven't checked the Niners' schedule. Obviously, in this scenario, Eagles f- flying high, no pun, at 3-0. and Are they, you know, contenders in the East? You know, according to Chris, yes. Mm-hmm. A little chip in the wing, you know, maybe maybe some some stick in the feather. Uh-huh. We're, we're, we're falling down. We're falling out the sky and coming back to reality here. 49ers take care of business Sunday night. Thank you. Obviously, I don't think you're correct because, you know, the 19-0 thing. But if they were to lose a game at some point, I think this – could potentially be one of them. Uh, Sunday, October 11th, at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ah, the Battle of PA. I mm. mean, I will go on record as, unless it's really, really, really obnoxious, I won't be going or making a call for the Steelers. So mm-hmm. uh, by that rule alone, the Eagles are now 4-1. Four, four and one. There you go. Uh, Sunday, October 18th, versus quite a, quite a football team, the Baltimore Ravens head to Philadelphia. Yep, by this time, the Ravens will again be be under consideration as one of the, uh, the best teams in the league, a uh, Super Bowl contender, Super Bowl maybe favorite, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Philadelphia is not going to be able to keep up with what's going on over there, especially defensively as they, they uh, lock in. So taking another loss here. Oh, I'll allow it. Uh, did you see okay. the, the news that came out that Hollywood Brown played last season at 157 pounds? Jeez, in the wow, wow. I mean, we've 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 seen you know probably Deshaun a little bit light, but that is light. Yeah, no, you're never ever staying healthy at that at that weight. No, Just no never way. gonna happen. No, and maybe even in real life. Right, right. What are you gonna do day to day? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like a strong wind is gonna break a rib. Uh, all right, uh, Thursday night, October twenty seven, the New York Football Giants come to town. Ooh, this Giants team, again, um, possibly improved, but not improved enough. Division-wise, the Eagles uh, will look like to be the class, uh, even though you, every year the East, NFC East, is a wild, wild West, mm-hmm. mm, strangely enough. Yeah. Um, but give me the Eagles here. The Giants aren't ready to compete, uh, and the Eagles are coming off a loss and uh, ready to win. So give me the Eagles. Well, here's the first really interesting game of the season. Week 8, Sunday, November 1st. The Dallas Cowboys head to Philadelphia for a little more Sunday night football action. Question before I answer, uh, yep. give my prediction. Do you take any thought or any stock mm-hmm. in the Cowboys not starting Dak Prescott by this time in the season? No, none okay. whatsoever. Good. None whatsoever. You're and not one of those people. Good. No, it's, it's crazy. That's all conspiracy theory. All he's got to do is sign his tender. Yeah, it's 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 really strange that the okay. Anyways, with that said, I don't I don't think the Cowboys uh will match um the offensive productivity that they got last year. I think um Randall Cobb actually was a big piece of that resurgence, mm-hmm. um and he is missing. So give me uh, Philadelphia Eagles two wins in a row in the division, three like on the season. Ooh, ooh, I don't I don't hate what I'm hearing here. I do not hate what I'm hearing here. Week nine, smack dab in the middle of the season. Philadelphia has their bye week. I can I can deal with that. Split the season up into two halves. Week ten, Sunday, November fifteenth, the Philadelphia Eagles for a, another divisional game, head 
to New York to take on Daniel Jones and those Giants. Yeah, the Giants, I mean, better game, better game than than the October game, but not still not the thing. Uh, again, I think this Eagles team is stable um, and, and, and consistent. Uh, maybe not the best team in the NFC, but definitely uh, the best team in the division. So they're gonna they're gonna go two and zero against the Giants this year. Oh God, the game that I'm looking forward to least this season by far, Sunday, November twenty second. The Philadelphia Eagles head to First Energy Stadium in Cleveland, Ohio, to take on the Cleveland Browns. Who are these Browns? Yeah. Who are they at this time? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and drink some of that Kool Aid, some of that punch. And uh, say that they fixed some of the pieces that you you we discussed last year, and that mm-hmm. you think they needed to fix to uh, start really taking in that that uh, talent and turning it into wins. And this will be one of those big wins where people are saying, "I told you so," and uh, give me the Browns over the Eagles in an upset. I I don't I don't even know what I'm rooting for here. The last time the last time the Eagles and the Browns played, they played Week One of the season, and I just I just viewed it as another preseason game and just. Hope the Browns won because it's just my my life would be better. But in this situation, I'm honestly not sure because a win here, week 11, both teams chasing a playoff spot. Then I might have to I'm gonna have to listen to four years of the Browns are better than the Eagles, and I don't I just don't know if I can put up with that. I think for two reasons. Yeah. One, the Browns being better with this lineup is better for the NFL. The league. Two, and more importantly. It might be better for your household. Yeah. So, so go ahead and just you know wear your your, <coughs> your Eagles T-shirt underneath your larger Browns T-shirt after they win. <laughs> just I might just just take take a walk that day and come home. <laughs> come home the next uh, Monday night, November thirtieth. Philadelphia hosts the Seattle Seahawks for a little Monday night football action. Oh man, feeling feeling down in in Philadelphia, man. The city of Burley love two games in a row, uh, two losses in a row. Give me Seattle, who will be uh, the the NFC favorite at uh, at the time. Damn Seahawks team, just we just can't get over that hump. No. The following weekend, Sunday, December sixth, Philadelphia heads to Green Bay to take on the Packers. Ooh, a reeling NFC North team, Green Bay. <laughs> whoever they're starting. Offense not clicking. Defense still is figuring itself out. Mm-hmm. Give me the Eagles to big, big win, uh, and then to really start the hype train going into the playoffs. Well, that next weekend, they take on a quite the tough matchup. The New Orleans Saints come to Philadelphia. Now, this one's going to be good. Great game. Eagles will trail most of this game, but come out the victor. Again, pushing that hype train up the next town. Uh, give me the Give me the Eagles. Well, that hype train heads to Arizona the following weekend. Nice place to play. If you gotta, you got to play on December 20th, you might as well play in Arizona. And uh, that's what Philadelphia does here, 405 kickoff. Yeah, again, I don't think that Cardinals team will be very good. Uh, but here, again, the, this NFL thing is so strange and is a fickle monster. Uh, the Eagles lay an egg. No oh, pun. boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Week 16, Sunday, December 27th, the Philadelphia Eagles head to Big D to take on the Dallas Cowboys in a game that could potentially have major division ramifications. This actually will have major division ramifications. This will be the game, um, and the Eagles will, strangely enough, or, or switching the role in the Saints game, lead most of the game, and the Cowboys will find a way to win at home in Jerry's world. Uh, Eagles going down. Week. 
final final game of the season Philadelphia hosts the Washington Redskins at 1 p.m. yep Redskins are gonna lose (laughs) (laughs) no analysis necessary just that's that's what they are so Philadelphia in your world finds themselves 10 and 6 in an interesting position it's all gonna come down to you know they, they split with Dallas so how does Dallas do this is this this could absolutely be the way it goes if for some reason they don't go 19 or no. Yep, yeah, I think so. If and there's no middle ground here between the two. I'm also willing to flip flop um the uh the Browns loss in the Saints. I mean, yeah, the Browns loss in the Saints win. Mm. I'm willing well, to flip flop those. Let me ask you this, because we're heading towards a season where potentially it's going to be played entirely without fans. How big an impact will that have on home field advantage? Huge impact. Um, I think some of that impact may be given back to the fact that traveling during this time may be the one of the most annoying things you ever do as a human, let alone sports. Uh, yeah. Well, luckily, they have te- most of them have team planes, so I imagine that's going to be mitigated a little bit. Yeah, 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 absolutely. More so like game day prep. And I don't sure. know, maybe by this time, you know, by the end of the season, they have to figure something out. But, no, it's got a huge impact with no fans. It's part of, you know, the, that throbbing nature, you know. And for here's a, here's a, here's a twist. Obviously, mm-hmm. the home team losing a, a big chunk of their advantage. How about guys, players that, you know, either for the opposite team or for your team that thrive off of that. You know, there's some guys that lock in when they're being booed or in they're, they're in that scenario. Yeah. And that kind of changes. So that, that's going to be really interesting. You know, if if you're not getting that, your muscle memory is waiting for <laughs> to have to silence the crowd first. And you're like, oh, so <laughs> now you're not even producing at your best. So it's going to be interesting. But home teams losing some advantage for sure. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. But I do think it's going to flip both ways, too, because, you know, you've You've obviously played sports your whole life. I played sports my whole life. We we've been around lots of guys who were unbelievable in practice, but the lights came on and they couldn't perform. I wonder if those guys are suddenly going to get a giant boost without crowds there. That is the opposite side of it, which would I mean, again for 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 filling out rosters and and younger guys, maybe that is the 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 great equalizer of not having your normal you know prep um, around uh, your other veterans is that. You know, maybe the 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 pressure is decreased. You know, feeling feeling that thing. So that's going. It's going to be really interesting to see. I agree. Oh, and you know, we we completely forgot. So okay, this is going to be a two part two part teaser, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, we are going to endeavor to do a much better job of uh, releasing on our regular day moving forward. And this uh, upcoming Wednesday, when we record, we will be unveiling our list to the top five. Football movies of all time, which I, I think ready. we both completely forgot about. Yeah, we did, but I'm, I, <laughs> mine's always in the holster, Chris. So I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to go. Let's go. We'll set the guidelines right here. We'll say our top five. We'll give uh, our most overrated separately, and then you know, like an honorable mention of other ones that just missed. Nice. I like this. I like all this. Right. Well, yeah. we're going to talk about that on Wednesday. Until then, I've been Chris Horwardell. He's been Mario Hines. This has been the Underdog NFL Show, and we thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.